0: Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to morning prayers. Please stand as you are able to join me in a responsive reading of Psalm number 45, found on page 23 in your Black Appleton Psalter. My heart is stirring with a noble song. Let me recite what I have fashioned for the King. My tongue shall be a pen of a skilled writer. You are a favor of us in heaven, graceful in your
1: lips, because
0: God has blessed you
1: forever.
0: Strap your sword upon your thigh, O oh mighty warrior, in your pride and in your majesty. Your right hand will show you marvelous things. Your arrows are very sharp, O mighty warrior. The the and the kings and are on your throne, O God, endures forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your realm. You love righteousness and hate iniquity.
1: when Queen Elizabeth was just 13 years old. She brought a poem to her father, King George VI, and suggested he include it in his traditional Christmas address to the nation in 1939 as Nazi forces prepared to attack England. Here is the prayer. I said to the man who stood at the gate of the year, give me a light that I might go safely into the unknown. And he replied, go into the darkness and put your hand into the hand of God. That shall be more to you than a light and safer than a known way. Last fall, I drove two and a half hours north of Boston, up to the White Mountains, to climb Mount Washington. It's a cold and desolate place that has clocked winds over 231 miles per hour. It has some of the worst weather in the world, and 139 people have died trying to climb it. On that day, the the mountains were just aglow as the sun set. I had gotten a late start and I knew that I would have to walk for several hours in the dark in order to get to my campsite. Above the tree line there really isn't any trail anymore, just a ridge and cliff covered with rocks. To help the hikers in rain and fog, rangers built three-foot-high stone piles called cairns. These were about every hundred yards. They capped each pile with a white quartz rock to make it more visible. Well, as I walked, the night turned pitch black, and the dim light from my headlamp was swallowed by the vast expanse of gray rocks. I peered into the darkness for a white stone, but saw nothing. I walked forward tentatively, testing one direction, then another, A cold wind whipped along the high ridge. I stumbled, hungry and tired. Fear entered my body. I tried another direction, straining my eyes, and finally saw a pale glow in the darkness. I made it to the next cairn, took a deep breath, and prayed. I stepped out again into the darkness. It felt then like someone was holding my hand, guiding me as I found one cairn and then another, until hours later I reached my campsite. We have all walked in darkness, the death of someone you love, another school shooting, another young black man killed by the police another sexual assault, and in my environmental work, another White House order to reverse environmental protections. It feels like these dark powers are all-encompassing and unstoppable. How can we possibly find our way forward? I set goals, make lists, organize my day, thinking that I am or should be the one in control, as if I had the power to stop evil all by myself. But it was only when I surrendered my own strength that I received the strength of another. So again and again I remind myself that the most important work each day is to listen to the still, small voice of the Holy One. Late one night in Montgomery, Alabama, Martin Luther King got a harassing phone call, and he just couldn't go back to sleep. He went downstairs to heat a pot of coffee. Here's what he wrote about that moment. I was ready to give up. In this state of exhaustion, when my courage had almost gone, I determined to take my problem to God. My head in my hands, I bowed over the kitchen table and prayed aloud. I am here taking a stand for what I believe is right, but now I am afraid. The people are looking to me for leadership, and if I stand before them without strength and courage, they too will falter. I am at the end of my powers. I have nothing left. At that moment, I experienced the presence of the divine as I had never before experienced. It seemed as though I could hear the quiet reassurance of an inner voice saying, stand up for righteousness, stand up for truth. God will be at your side forever. Almost at once, my fears began to pass from me. The outer situation remained the same, but God had given me inner call. Whether high on a cold, dark ridge in the White Mountains, at a midnight on a kitchen table in Montgomery, or here in Cambridge, we step into the darkness with our hands open. Astonishingly, that will be to us more than a light and safer than a known way. Please join me in prayer. Lord God, you have called your servants to ventures of which we cannot see the ending, by paths not yet trodden, through perils unknown. Give us faith to go out with good courage, not knowing where we go, but only that your hand is leading us and your love supporting us. Amen. Amen.
0: Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And now please stand as you are able to join in the singing of the hymn, For the Beauty of the Earth. Hymn number four in your crimson hymnal. Hymn number four. as we leave this place, but never God's presence. May God's peace, rest, rule, and abide in each and every one of your lives from this day on until we meet again. Let every heart say, Amen.